Welcome to the Arrest or Mimics podcast with your host Ben Talon. Hello and welcome to Arrest or Mimics. My name is Ben Talon. This is the original thinking and creative innovation podcast. Hello everyone. I hope you're all good. I hope you're all having a nice creative week. Splashing paints on your roofs, on your walls, losing deposits for the greater good. Bosh. <laughs> Hello. Um, the weather is ice cream eyes. Yeah, I'm going to explain that a little bit more. No, maybe I'm not, actually. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go with it because it's weird, and it suits the work of my guests today. Slazy, coming straight out of Slazy Town. Um, You're going to love it. I think it's a good one. It's coming up. But first and foremost, I've got to thank my sponsors, who make sure I can do this show for free every week. Illustration Limited, founding sponsor. There from the start, representing over 200 artists, illustrators, fashion designers, fashion... Uh, illustrators, set designers, live lettering specialists. It's all going on. The industry's gone boom. The walls are coming down. I think with tech now, people are embracing everything live, everything digital, and they represent a really good host of all those people doing just that. So go and check them out at illustrationweb.com. Lovely, friendly people. Bags of talent, really care for the industry, uh, and really looked after this show from day one. Heart Internet. .co.uk. Heart do everything from SEO to social media advice, uh, hosting for websites, all the stuff we need to think about, but all the stuff that comes across as dull, but these guys actually do a great job of making it seem a little more user-friendly. Uh, I get tips from them all the time. I'm a friend of Nick Leach who's been on the show talking about the basics of social media. Uh, and SEO, which is search engine optimization for anyone that doesn't know. So it's essentially how well you're ranking under the relevant search terms for the things you need to be found. So where are you coming up under, let's say, Manchester Illustration? If you're a Manchester Illustrator, where are you ranking and how do you improve that? So Heart take great care of all those things. Go and have a look. Um, They're great. And they give us a little tip every week. So this week I wanted to flag up one of my favourite Instagram channels, which is of today's guest, Slazy. So go and have a look. You can find him at Slazy, S-L-A-Y-Z-Y. And Slazy's work is, I love it. It's, um, I describe it as being quite, it's bizarre. It's uh, its quite surreal. It's The characters are brilliant and fascinating. But he, he's, I've noticed this recently, he's improved in the way that he's teasing with his work. So he'll show a lovely little cross-section of a new piece, for example, really give you a little tease, really kind of what you whistle for what's coming. Um, and I think there's a valuable lesson in that. I always say to people, think about the slow build, think about taking a longer road and heighten that anticipation so that when the final drops, you've got the people who want to see your work thirsting over it, lusting for it. I think it's a really valuable lesson. Um, it's a great aspect of any kind of storytelling. You look at any great book, any great film, um, when the moment drops, when that killer thing happens, it's like, bang. You, uh, you've been teased, you've been made to love the characters, you've been shown a little glimpse of what's coming, and then when it hits, it really means something. So, not to get all philosophical, but I think if you look at the way Slazy's been teasing with kind of live videos of his work, which is pretty cool, actually, using the Instagram Live feature, he's done it very well, um, showing little videos of the things that he's into, little teases of his work in progress, and little crops, nice little details, and and it's, it's just it's geek porn for us guys, let's face it. So... Valuable lessons there. Go and check him out, and that's courtesy of heartinternet.co.uk. Last but not least, printed.com. 
Uh, I'm doing two columns a month for Printed.com at the moment, which you should go and read, freelance advice. It's just little stories of things I've come across, things I've learned, lessons I've picked up, things I've overheard along the way, so go and have a look at that. Um, They do all the printed promo graphics for this show, and they came on board very kindly to support... And they've done a wonderful job since. So they've featured a number of my guests' work on their blog just because they've loved what I've shown them and I've introduced them to a certain person. Um, I know that Lauren Goodland uh, has been shown, has been looked after by Printed.com. She now uses them. Really great little relationships happening along the way. It's the way I always wanted to do things with my sponsors. I wanted it to be very organic and to actually give a shit about what they're doing, which, believe me, I do. And they do my printed booklet, which I send out a couple of hundred um, each month, if I can manage it, to prospective clients, uh, I get the recycled stock. I do it at A5, and I work with Laura Hawkins Design to to lay out uh, the little brochure. And it's great, and it's good quality, and they're great customer service, so go and check them out. And I wanted to flag up um, Slazy's prints. So go and have a look at them, slazytown.bigcartel.com. Um, we're going to talk about the balance between being an artist and being a commercial uh, visual communicator a little later in this show. Um, so go and have a look at Slazy's Prints. It's, I think it's going to be a big part of what he's doing moving forward. So that is courtesy of printed.com. Um, so to that point, Slazy. So we have open studios where my studio is currently based at the moment, at Thameside Studios. Um, and at the time, uh, it was Second Floor Studios and Arts, and they ran a great open studios events so essentially there were over 400 people on site and we would all open our doors and people the public can come down and check it out and the nice thing is um i'd be there getting on my illustration work and people would come and, and introduce themselves and say hey how's it going I'm, a, I'm an artist i've got a studio down the road i wanted to come and see what's going on or every now and again someone would be a fan of the work and we'll pop by just to come and see um my base essentially so Slazy turned up with a bunch of other artists one day and they all introduced themselves and they were all very friendly and interested in what I was doing and showed me their stuff. And that's the great thing about the, the community side of studios. But immediately I fell in love with Slazy's work. He showed me a few samples there on the day he was ready. Um, and I've got, I love weird stuff. I love things where there are odd characters and I think I don't know where that's come from, but I'm interested in finding out. I want to explore the inside of the mind that created that. And Slazy was very forthcoming and he said cool keep in touch uh, you know i want to see what you're up to uh, you can check me out you can follow me here so i followed all his channels and i've kept an eye on his work ever since so without really chatting to him ever since that i have developed an interest in what he's doing uh so i thought a few weeks back let's get him on the show why have i not approached him yet so i've followed his instagram channel and i've been checking out his little live videos and the um the prints that he's been putting out there and i love it so let me think about describing this stuff. It's pretty surreal. It's borderline psychedelic. Um, his character designs, I, I call it sort of neon slash bubblegum character uh, colours. Sorry, the colour palettes on there are very striking, very uh, very fantasy-based. And, and it, it, it took no surprise. It came as no surprise to me when I talked to Slazy and found out he's a big kind of uh, you know anime and manga fan. He's a big fantasy head. And, and it all comes through, these influences. So I'm going to sit down and talk to Slazy about that. I'm going to talk about how he's gone from transforming his work from 2D into 3D pieces on wood cutouts, which are looking absolutely beautiful. So I really am blown away. He's been exhibiting these in London, and to go from something that it didn't suffer from being flat, and it doesn't suffer from being flat. I love his printed work on two D, but the way these three D woodcut pieces pop, and you'll see what I mean with the graphic style and the way he outlines his work in dark black outlines, 
it's absolutely mesmerising. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about why he did that and how it's working for him. I'm going to talk about his experience with exhibitions and why and how he's shown his work off. Um, and talk about how he's finding South London these days. We're going to talk about his practice. He's a very interesting guy and he's going to give us some great insights into how um, he's balancing the whole art and illustration thing. I um, At the time of recording, I was in Coventry this week doing a talk at the university and... I was talking to Jay Taylor, the course leader, who's going to be coming on the show very soon, known as Scribble Jay, um, to talk about his own practice. And we had a conversation because Jay's been taking the direction of, of bleeding into fine art more and to showing his work off at galleries and, and actually doing original paintings. And we talked about how in today's industry, the crossover now, it gives us space to operate as, as artists who kind of lead the charge, who lay down the example of what we want to do and then people come to us with ways of, of monetizing that and, and, and you know, making a living from this stuff. Uh, for anyone that wants a little more insight on that, and I said this to Jay, go back and listen to that episode with Kerry Lemon. Kerry Lemon is a very, very inspiring lady who is very protective about what she wants to work on. So the way she described it is that she will knock a lot of work back because it doesn't feel like something she would enjoy. And then she'll think, okay, what do I want to work on? And who's going to finance that? And how do I go about making that happen? So that's one to go back and check out also. So, Slazy, coming up, thanks to last week's guest, Smart Up Visuals. Three very inspiring ladies from Lithuania doing graphic scribing and visual storytelling at conferences and all over the place. Brilliant creative minds. Go back and listen to that. Thanks to Stanley Chow. Uh, massive episode, big hit, awesome illustrator. Again, stories of self-initiating and leading the charge. A great little story on there about a bootleg White Stripes poster turning into a job with the White Stripes that turned his work completely viral. So go and check it all out. Thanks for your support. Keep spreading the word. Hit us up on the Twitter at Arrest All Mimics. And I hope you enjoy my conversation in Crystal Palace in the pub with Slazy. Slazy, are you from, you said South London, yeah? Yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm from South London. I grew up in Forest Hill. Well, Lucian, then Forest Hill, and Catford. So basically, just moved about around. I've always stayed around here. Yeah. Yeah. Can you still enjoy it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a cool place to be in it, yes. especially at the minute. Definitely. I mean, de- definitely around um, Forest Hill because they've got like so many artists up there now that are basically doing loads of different things and yeah, like, especially with the graffiti, the the, the graffiti art and that. Yes, yeah, it's 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 really good. That's cool. Well, where are you are you do you work from home or you got a studio? Um, I don't have a studio. Work from home. Everything's from home. Like yeah. it's studio slash kitchen slash. Sitting room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's the way forward now. I think more more people are uh, having to do that because it's yeah. not, especially London. It's not easy to find mm-hmm. cheap workspace, is it? No. Are, you, are you all right working at home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm right working at home. The missus is, have, has a problem with it, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, making a mess. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. My studio is well. My yeah, my table where I've got is is a mess, like total mess. <laughs> <laughs> So before we go get any further, what's mm. tell me about Slazy? What's the, is it? Is, is it not Rigo? Is it uh, or is it just a nickname? Okay, so yeah, Slazy is the, exactly what you just said. There is an alter ego. So basically, it's kind of like a a place, a, um, kind of like you know, Adventure Time, all those kind of um, cartoons and that kind of stuff. It's like what everything that's going on in my head, and you've got all these different kind of characters with like two heads. And, yeah. Slimy hair, and yeah, it's just it's just crazy. You know what I mean? The colours as well. It's just it's, it's just a madness. If you yeah, know what I, mean. I like the um, I like the sort of surreal aspect of, of your style. Like I was looking, mm. I was looking through it all. 
and uh, I like you saying I like the, the two head stuff going on the kind of melting figures it's yeah. really what's, what's behind that is there um, is, is there is there anything you a conscious influence there or? there's loads of loads of things behind my work you know what I mean like so especially like my woodwork everything's got like a play on words um, like seeing for the third time um, jack in a box tongue tied they've all got like what's it like really like weird things and when you see the picture you you you, you get it straight away once you hear the name yeah, so yeah. it's quite conceptual stuff then, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So is that is that is that part of the part of the enjoyment of it for you? I mean, do you do you like that side of it? Yeah, especially when people see your work and 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 see the the things that you've done with it. If you know what I mean, like it's yeah, no, it's it's really it's really cool. Actually, seeing people light up when you you, you show them yeah. certain things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask about. I was going to say sort of like the, the the kind of fan side of it, the people who, who are into your work. Um, do they? I was going to say, do they get off on that side of things? Do they? Do they ever steer you a certain way with it, or is it very much I want it lazy and they get what they're given type it, thing? It, well, yeah. So basically, it's like I like doing lazy versions of other things. So I basically like doing like because I'm really big um, anime and. Um, games fan, so I'll I was do, hoping you'd say that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it comes across. Yeah, <laughs> was it? So like things like Mario and Luigi, oh. like I will do slazy versions of them. I mean, the other day someone asked me to do a slazy version of Bruce Lee, nice. and I was thinking, I'm, I definitely, definitely need to do that. I mean, the Asian culture and stuff. That's all that I'd, I'd love. If you yeah, know. and from young. I've been watching like anime, like you know, Fist of the North Star, Shadow Scrolls, nice. uh, yeah. Gaiva, all of those things. It's, they're just amazing, the old school classics. Yeah, absolutely. You can definitely see that influence in there. I mean, I grew up a um, bit of a comic book fan, and I, I should really get back to it because I've not. I mean, I still love all my sci-fi, Mm-mm-mm. but I kind of pulled away from that. But you can totally see the influence in some people's styles, like yours, yeah. certainly being one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've tried. I've tried to put as much that kind of manga-esque or anime-esque kind of style to my work yeah. and then and then bring like some kind of like you know the kind of English and like things like with tattoos mm. and this kind of stuff in there as well I like that aspect of it I was going to ask you there seems to be a lot of cigarettes going on in the, in oh, the pieces oh the cigarettes <laughs> the pills yeah man Every, like everywhere those are those are all like different kind of I think it's like I think it's Loads of people think it's like bad if you got what I mean. So basically, cigarettes are bad, and and, and but I like putting those in because it makes people think like, why has he put that there? If you got yeah. I mean? Why has he put the pills there? Or why has he put like that eye in the middle of it? It just means there's little kind of small intricate details that I want people to see if you got what I mean. I was gonna say, how much of this is kind of. Um is there, I'm guessing there's bits of symbolism going on and, and sort of yeah. little uh, little references that maybe only you know. Yeah, that's yeah. part of the pleasure, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, like uh, if like people see my work, they'll see little things like the XOs, the the hearts, the the, the eyes. It's, it's yeah, I think yeah. And what about what about your roots then, like, in terms of creative roots? So, uh, were you a creative kid? Like, does it run in the family? Oh, we'll see. Yeah, so. It runs in the family. I mean, my dad was a musician. Well, he still is a musician. He had a um, record label called um, Cause and Effect. Okay. And he was he was really into. Um, there was always music in the house. Me and my brother was uh, always used to try and you know play his music and, and 
and you know every time we had like a gig or something like that we'll try and go there and yeah no it was really like my dad he's he's mainly basically you know with my artwork tried to push me and my mum and my dad like just tried to push me yeah. in, 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 in that way that's really cool that must have been a really good um, inspiring sort of environment to grow up around as a young as a young kid that, you know, like, you know, live music environment that yeah. I really I didn't have that so I'm sort of thinking no, that must be a really cool uh, sort of stimulating experience yeah 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 definitely it was it was it was, it was nice I mean what's it like coming from school every day and hearing music and, and listening I mean my dad had like different artists going to the the house and and just you know either singing or or playing instruments. Or, yeah, it was it was it was really good. That's incredible. Yeah, it's been a real it's conscious and subconscious. I think mm. I think when you grow up, it's interesting. Sometimes when you just start to create work subconsciously, you you tend to notice that these things manifest themselves in weird ways, and it's like. I don't know, when you join the dots, do you ever look back and think, okay, that probably wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for that experience or being exposed to that environment kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, with what's it, I mean, certain things in like, when when I was in college, I mean, I did go the way of like, you know, business, finance and, and try to, you know, what's it, do that. But I know it weren't for me, if you got what I mean. I mean, mm. I, uh, I I did it, and then when after I finished, I was I was a bit lost because I was like, well, what do I do next? And my art's always been there, and I've, I I stopped and I thought, you know what? Let me try and do this. So I've done. I I started basically about three years ago. Three years ago, I've actually pushed myself to do my artwork, mm. and I've I've got a really big like you know hearing of that like people have been saying oh wow this is really good and that so yeah, yeah no, no, that's really yeah. that's really cool yeah so you've got I mean so where where does your work sit then because I mean it, to me it, it really kind of straddles somewhere in between art and illustration I mean not not that not that those things are as separate as they once were because mm. now with technology yeah we're all exposed to a lot more things so I think for me it's really exciting at the moment I see a lot of crossovers between Art and illustration in particular, but design too, it all kind of starts to melt. So where, where would you say your stuff sits? Well, my stuff, I think, mainly sits in, and especially when I started, mainly sits in the art kind of, like, you know, see, like, seeing that kind of stuff. But then I think I'm more trying to, you know, scoot into illustration, like trying to do, um, like, comic books and trying to do certain commissions for um, certain people and, and that. Yeah, yeah, it strikes me as something that would be suited to, uh, I mean, like you said, definitely comic books, that, that kind of world. Mm. Potentially even album covers for the right yeah. the, the right sort of band, you know, that I could, I mean, I'd, I'd love to get the, the right band come to me and say, well, right, and, and, and they're the budget and your stuff worked, I'd love to art direct your stuff and kind of see how that would work. But, I, um, I've done a few um, CD covers for people when they've, they've loved it. I think, my stuff works in that kind of way because it's just so out there, you know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, it's just out there. That's the beauty of an album cover. <laughs> yeah, you can go yeah. bananas and it's just yeah. like, and, it, and it's, it, well, sometimes it just works, you know? The, sometimes the weirdest stuff where you really don't know what's going on is, like, yeah. is the most mm-hmm. enthralling stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, so, where, so, I mean, do you market much? Do you, uh, I was checking out like, your social media and stuff and mm. you seem to be getting some good feedback on the mm. works, which is, 
it's no surprise to me on such a visual platform that your stuff's kind of getting over. But, mm. um, but how do you push Slazy? How do you get out there? So mainly, I push Slazy through um, like exhibitions, and I've got my website um, on Big Cartel Slazy at bigcartel.com. Um, I'm trying to sell most of my work on there. <coughs> Um, also, you'll see Instagram and Facebook. Mm. I mainly do like live feeds on Facebook and just show people that like certain things that I'm doing at the moment and that new stuff. That's really cool. Do you use like the Instagram stories type? Of, uh, oh, platform? I use I use Instagram stories all the time. I keep kind of looking at friends and I'm like. You know, I'm not done yet. I'm like, <laughs> do, I, do, do, I, do I go in for it? <laughs> you, 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 you should, you should. Trust me. It's like where I I like to keep it weird. If you get what I mean. So random points in anime that I'm watching, I'll I will take a story of it, cool. or random pictures that I'm drawing, I'll uh, do a story of it, and then it all. I mean, people like it. You, you start getting people drawn to that. I mean, you have to do it every day, but yeah. you start getting people drawn to that your kind of way of thinking if you yeah. know what I mean totally no, I, get, I get it 100% and I think it really works for you because just in my opinion I think that um, things platforms like stories like, well, like we said on the way up here mm. you don't want to see someone's cat jumping off a oh, bed yeah, yeah, but yeah. what I do want to see is the artists the, the people that I like your work included because I never interview anyone that I'm not interested in um, I, wa- I want to see it's almost like hints, do you know what I mean? It's like, so, that what you said there about showing a bit of anime, it's like, okay, that's cool. That might emerge somewhere subconsciously in 12 illustrations time. Exactly. And I like the challenge of kind of seeing what, what gets you going, what you're into, that might influence the work, however yeah. indirect. Yeah, I mean, like, the other day, I was, what's it, I was watching, I was watching um, Tokyo Ghoul, and there was one picture, there was one thing that just draw, draw to me, like, whereas, I saw like these tentacles coming out this this woman's back and I was thinking like wow like I can I can draw that if you got what I mean I can draw I can draw those kind of things I mean loads of loads of things would see, like inspire me like like certain things in the sky or, or games or comics or mm. manga like loads and loads and loads of things it's it's amazing like especially I think the new I think the new Nintendo Switch their new video that kind of inspired me to do like those things. There's got there's one picture where we've got um, Hammer Brothers throwing throwing like pans at Mario, and you think, wow, that is just who would think of that? Who would think so of that? Random, yeah. yeah, it's random. So that's what that's what I like. I like just trying to think of them as random things and then putting it into one picture. I mean, I think everybody, everybody can do this. So there's loads of people that say, oh, they can't draw. And they can. they, I personally think they can. It's, I'm on board with that. Yeah, I yeah agree. You, you can, you can, you can do. You, I think everybody, everybody's creative. No one can say that they're not creative. Because if you're inspired by something or you like something, you can... If you work at it, you can you can make something yeah. that is is, is, is amazing. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. In my opinion, it's learning to see and it's learning to understand. Like so, you know, the classic thing seems to be people who say they can't draw. They often did. It's their perception of what good drawing is. Yeah. So you show them David Trigley, and it's like it's just as good as a Renaissance piece for its own reasons. Mm, you know. Mm, mm, mm. So 
anyway, yeah, not to go off on a tangent. No. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah. Actually, I, I, had this, I, had, I had this idea that um, I could do a TV show where you, you pitch people who's, like, I don't know, six people from very different backgrounds who say they can't draw, mm. and a builder, a taxi driver, whatever. Oh, yeah. Throw them all together and do like a, a six-part seri- six series um, where you get them and you try to teach them basics and, and, and make them understand why it might, it might be good, might, yeah. why they might have a talent. That, that's, that's reckon, sounds, yeah, that. that sounds that sounds amazing. <laughs> that sounds sick. I mean, getting people getting people to do that. I mean, I try like with some of my friends and with um, some people at work. I'm just like, look, like they say, oh no, I can't do this. I'm like, yeah, you can, you can. Just draw like if you can draw like a circle and then keep drawing a circle and then do things. Because that's how I draw. I I just think of like let's say a cat and then think, okay, what would the cat look? Like if it had long legs, or, or, <laughs> yeah. or, or you know things coming out of his ears, like yeah, I just just think yeah. like random things like that. Do you have a lot of fun when you're creating your pieces? Oh yeah, that's. I think it's evident. I mean, I, I would I would guess yes if I didn't mm. you know if I didn't know you, I would be like yeah, that guy definitely has a laugh on his. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like, I mean, the most recent picture I was doing with the, the girl with the goo in her hair. I've tried to, because I'm mainly a mixed media artist, I don't stick to one medium. In most of my pictures, it's like I've got watercolour, acrylic, um, what's it, water-based markers, um, pen, like loads of just different things, because mm. I, I like working, because, I mean, um, an alcohol marker and on a, what's it, Posca pen, it comes out, it, it, there's a certain thing that comes out well. I love the the look over it, if you know what I mean. Okay. So the hair, I did all the outlining it in um, what's it, Posca, and then I did all the the like, colors, like, other colors, like in depth in um, what's it, Copic. Yeah. And the, I think the thing that comes out is, is, is really good. So you, are you full time in the minute, or are you um, are you are you working as well? I um, yeah, I'm working. Um, Harrods at the moment. Oh, sorry, Harrods. Harrods. Nice. How's that? Hey, yeah, it's, it's really, it's really good. It's good then. It's cool. It's right. Yeah. As I was, there seems to be this. Um, you find a lot. I get this attitude from, particularly from students or people who've recently graduated. Mm. They feel like it's some sort of failure that they've not like become the big thing in in one year. And I think. I think yeah, I've worked in other shit jobs, and that's a shit jobs, just basic jobs that are not illustration. Mm. I think it's health. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's definitely a, a, a learning curve. I mean, when if you just from, let's say, college or uni, just jump from there, and then you're basically a, a certain affiliated artist or anything like that. I think you get a certain mindset. If you know what I mean. I mean, I've met like okay, I've done a few exhibitions in Chelsea. And I've worked with those artists, I've, I've seen their work and all that stuff, and they, there's a certain kind of pretentious thing. If you don't say that you're from a certain, because I'm a self taught artist, yeah. if you don't say what kind of school you go to or what kind of university, <laughs> people automatically disregard your work. Like I was speaking to a guy and he loved my work, well, I thought he loved my work, and we had a long conversation and the last thing he said to me was also what school did you get taught at and he and I said oh I'm a self-taught artist and I swear there and then he just stopped talking he stopped talking yes. yeah swear down that's, that's very weird yeah I've never had that I mean, I've never really had anyone ask me um, I mean some people say well you studied but 
not many people, no fishing clients have ever asked me where I, where I studied. Yeah, people say that. and then Because your work speaks for itself. Exactly, exactly. I was thinking, if you like the work, then yeah, look how it is. Here's the, here's my, here's Slazy. Yeah. yeah. And, and to me, it's more beautiful that you've got, that that's a product of where you are now and where you've been. Mm. Why would, why would, if I like the work, why would I want that to be any different? Because the work wouldn't be what it is if that journey was different. Exactly. So it's a exactly. new point. It's a moot point, really. It's kind of stupid. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, anyway, that's one thing that really winds me up is it's on ego and, and attitude in our, in our industry. Yeah. Because it's, you know, I find it such a beautiful world, such a beautiful thing, and why? I don't know. Just share it and enjoy it and embrace it. You know? Exactly. The thing you just said, sharing. I, like when I first started, it was so hard because nobody liked to share their like share what they know. If you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad that I've gone through certain stages myself, but it would have been it would have helped if you know certain people said this or certain people said that. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. yeah. Selflessness has been a huge asset uh, mm. for me personally and for anyone I know that's that's doing it. You know, mm. it's. Um, What's to lose? Yeah, exactly. People exactly. open up then, and you mm-hmm. you all trade. You know, mm-hmm. I think it's good. Ultimately, it becomes you as well, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, what's going on with the woodcut stuff? It's really nice. Okay, so my woodcut stuff—that's the ones that are basically mainly playing words. I wanted, um, like, most of my stuff is pop, basically pop, like pops out you know what I mean yeah. and I wanted something that was 3D but not so much 3D it's still 2D mm. so that's why I started doing the woodwork where you know, just basically putting props using a scroll saw to cut out the shapes painting them and then, and then basically popping them up and it gives an amazing amazing kind of depth to it I mean you see the shadow behind and then you, you see the actual picture hole and when it's up and you've got certain lighting it looks, it looks amazing. I can't. I was trying to work out what it is that makes it really nice because I think it's a really great medium for what you do. Um, and I think I came to the conclusion that the, the, the way your stuff's quite graphic with the quite bold outlines. Yeah. That then, given that extra depth, yeah, it's just beautiful. Yeah, it makes it makes everything just look just like power. Like in yeah, your face. it really bursts. Yeah, it? It's, yeah. I think it's brilliant. It's, do you do much street art? Because I was looking on your Instagram and there's oh, bits. So there was I've done a few, a few street art things. I mean, some that uh, basically I've I've been commissioned to do, and then some that I've just done. If you know what I mean. <laughs> and um, I done one for um, the Art Against Knives. Uh, um, what's it? It's like a charity kind of thing, and I've basically done mural of yeah, like girls. A girl with like slimy hair and that. So yeah, I've done a few, done a few street art. Do you prefer the the gorilla stuff or do you prefer the commission stuff? I I do like them both. <laughs> I prefer I do prefer the commission stuff because when people come to work with an idea and then I think, wow, that would be that would look amazing in my style. If you got what I mean? Mm. So yeah, yeah. It's into the reason I ask. I went to a talk by Tristan. Do you know Tristan Eaton? He's a really big, really big name American street artist, and he does like you know huge twelve-story buildings, like the sides. It's really a huge following. And I went to a talk by him at London Design Festival this year, mm. and his talk was based around the evolution of street art and the way it's gone from being something that they did as kids on the side of trains illegally mm. to now something existing in a 
in a commercial environment it's now cool and like, ad agencies are you know building campaigns around this stuff so I was just wondering as someone who does a bit of street art how you feel about about it sitting in both ways and actually crossing over sometimes you know well I had I had this conversation with my friend and he said that basically street art and graffiti artists they're two different things mm. they're completely like like different ways like um, a graffiti artist you are you've got an alter ego you're a different person you can see if you see your tags that is that person if you got know I mean whereas the whole what's it street artist is more like actually commission based like they're only there to do it for the money whereas I don't really feel that. I feel that basically there's a, there's the same kind of because I used to do graffiti and then I I'm, I've gone on to doing trying to do um, uh, commission stuff and I think it's, it's it's completely the same. It's just I think with commission stuff, more people see my work out there instead yeah. of thinking that yeah. I was only only graffiti. Yeah. That's it because it I find it quite exciting. I've started doing a few large scale stuff recently, and I'm seeing more of a crossover now, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, uh, between illustrators and, and street art stuff. Mm. You know what? It's more okay. You, I think you're finding now people are getting asked, "Can you do that on a, yes. on a large scale in a wall?" So I thought, no, or maybe I can, <laughs> but I don't know how yet. Mm. But I need to learn because I really like the idea of seeing my stuff like that. It's I mean, a buzz, isn't it? Yeah, like when I first started doing, um, like, what's it? commission stuff I was a bit nervous because I was thinking well wow like how am I going to do this with spray paint I mean I work with pens and it's basically going on you just need to the picture will not come exactly of what you think it's going to be on the page but it will come relatively you know the same so I just did it and I, I, I was happy happy with most of the stuff that I've, 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 I've made yeah I found the same thing I, I did again it's never you can't quite replicate I mean for example you know really fine ink nib and, and I've got quite a control over the way it splashes it's hard to get that when you're talking about a <laughs> 6 foot by 8 foot warp canvas yeah you know? yeah but then, like you said, to the untrained eye, it's a bit like, well, it's no, I get it, I see the connection, so that'll do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, um, so where are you going? Where, where, where? What's the plan? Have you got? Have you got any bucket list clients? So, is there a plan for this year, for example? Okay, so for this year, um, somewhere in this year, I'm trying to do an exhibition. Um, I want like my exhibition is called Mind of Slazing. And mind of slavery. Mind of slavery. Yeah. So basically, this I'm doing it in um, basically the arts lab um, in um, Kenton. It's a basically it's these toilets that convert into a, a gallery, and I've, I'm, I want to make it so it's as funky as, pop, as possible. So like with like let's say the rooms or bubbles and all my pictures up on the wall and I'm trying to move into doing sculptures so just kind of like mini little characters that what I've already drawn like loads of characters I want to try and do this exhibition like in the next few months and try to get everybody known about it and you know really cool yeah how many have you done many solo shows? I've that this would that one will be my first solo show. Okay, yeah, yeah, it'll be my first solo show. Just me on the ones, you know, nice. out there doing it. Yeah, and I how think, do, you, do you do a lot of groups? 
Cape stuff. So every year I do the every year I do the um, the Brixton Art Fair, and I've done a few in Camden with the Expressive Collective, and I've done um, one is Illustrated Sixteen. That the both they all work. They were especially Illustrated Sixteen. That was an eye opener because. Like secret wars there, yeah. Loads of yeah, loads of other artists and yeah, it was amazing. All positive experiences. Yeah, a crazy positive experience because when you when people go up to your work and, and, and they see it, you're, you're like, wow, that's thank thank you. You got what I mean? Yeah, you're appreciative. Nice, nice, exciting stuff. Yeah, I can't wait to see where it goes because I mean, like I've, I've been keeping an eye on your stuff since since we've met at the Open Studios mm. so it's really cool to see the, uh, the evolution of it so yeah, yeah. I hope, uh, I'm excited to see where it, where it develops and, uh, and what, what weirdness emerges oh, from, from your mind there's going to be so much weirdness <laughs> brilliant well um, I always ask my guests at the end I was asking uh, for a segment called The Shack in the Tank and I asked them for a love and a hate very loosely within the creative industries but a really open ended question so it can be something you're feeling today it can be as serious or as playful as you want it's just a very on the spot question on the spot <laughs> okay so what I'm going to go straight with the hate what I hate 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 is where what I said before is how people keep their there's art to themselves if you know what I mean not yeah. art to themselves but just don't like if I ask someone oh what medium did you use and they don't say anything <laughs> to you and they completely blank you you're like wow cheers mate like thanks and I think <laughs> what I love what I really 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 love is some like some, some artists where they, they they network they want to do collabs with you they want to because you just meet loads of different people, mm. especially in exhibitions. You meet loads of different artists and you, you take down a number and it's oh, do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? And before I was doing this, I mean, you don't really, you don't really get that. There's a, a, a really close sense of community in, in the art world when you, when you find it, if you get what I mean. It's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It is, it's a lovely thing. I, I have, you know, old friends from college who just come out of the blue and go... I've got this idea for a, just a just a fun collaboration, you know? and I'm, I always say yeah because yeah. you just don't know what you're going to learn. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, so that's awesome. I can't, I'm, I'm excited to see. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. I wonder if I'll start. I wonder if our styles of work. Who knows? Yeah, hey, Maybe I've we been exploring. You know, she yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> go for go for it because I actually love your style. I mean, I asked you before. Actually, when I saw you, I asked you before about your your paint strokes and how do you use your, your paint, and you told me straight away. And that's, that's what I that's what I love. Yeah. I was thinking, yeah, yeah. I started. I blew up in the doors a long time ago. I just think, so what? Even if someone wants to like listen and try and copy, so what? It's going to be their ideas. And I, even if they wanted to try and mimic, I've gone. I moved on. You know? <laughs> yeah, By the time yeah, they exactly. get there, see you later. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's the thing. We, you know, you should always be moving on. So that's yeah. the way I see it anyway. Yeah. And uh, and cool. And last of all, where can people check out check out your work? Also, um, Instagram, um, Slazy on Instagram. Um, was it Twitter, Facebook, um, Slazy, and was it big? Was it Slazy? bigcartel.com cool nice I'll share all the links in the in the show notes people come check you out and cheers yeah, yeah no problem yeah. so thanks to Slazy for taking the time and persevering with my 
chopping and changing of locations. We kept getting moved on. People turned up. People turned up pissed or having a drink in the pub, and it's like, oh god, I've got to hop tables again. I go outside and record a little bit now, and uh, so I apologise for any noise interference, but. I found that a very inspiring conversation, and I hope you guys did too. So thanks to Slazy with his uh, Ice Cream Eyes piece. I love that one. Go and have a look at it on his Instagram, at Slazy. Really, really beautiful work. Top fella. Took the time to meet me, so thank you. I hope you enjoyed. Um, just a little thank you to the Association of Illustrators who are doing an ongoing great job of sharing this to the illustration world. You really do need to go and check them out if you ever get any kind of queries, licensing issues, pricing, um, copyright. You know, if someone's trying to tell you that they own copyright of your work and you've got a problem on your hands there, so the AOI are the people to help you out. So for the very, very affordable membership, they are an awesome organisation and support you with legal advice and anything you need to know. They've got directories for clients, listings, all going on. So go and check them out at theaoi.com. Who have we got coming up? We've got Paul Shipper coming up. Paul Shipper does some mind-blowing uh, movie poster and f- sort of key film art and... Big name now in that industry. He does a he does the old school classic um, movie poster style of artwork. So you know, like think back to the original Star Wars posters and all that kind of stuff. Real big hitter in that industry, but a lovely, lovely guy. And he's going to talk about that journey. We've got him coming up. We've got Pricey coming up, who is the photographer at Arsenal Football Club, talking about getting into that. Didn't study. He found his way through the back door, working with another company before get finding his way onto Arsenal Football Club, where he's now revered for his brilliant, brilliant photography. So we'll talk about all that stuff coming up. We've got Hazel Mead, student, coming up. Um, Hazel turned up at my studio one day, invited, I must say. Um, lovely girl, very hungry for getting started in the industry earlier. So we're going to talk about being in the eye of the student storm, what she's going through now, what she's got to think about when she's graduating and how one might go about that. So it's all going on. Thanks for the support, guys. Numbers going up all the time. It's a huge buzz for me because I really care about doing this show. And thanks, of course, to my lovely sponsors, illustrationweb.com, heartinternet.co.uk, and printed.com. Do please spread the word and do drop us a review on iTunes. If you get a second, please, because it's really helpful for new people coming and finding the show. If you guys do believe in it, you do like what I'm doing, please go and share it because it does mean a lot and it's really, really helpful. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for your ongoing support and I will catch you very soon. You've been listening to Arrest